Self-Storage Mastery Podcast, Episode 2. In this episode, we'll start where we left off last week with Part 2 of Hidden Craigslist Secrets Finally Revealed. Today, we'll discuss the secret sauce, the magic bullet of Craigslist advertising that everyone is missing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Self-Storage Mastery Podcast. My name is David Luce, and, and I'm on a mission, really, to reveal the very best free and nearly free marketing and sales secrets for the do-it-yourself storage marketer. Find the show notes and links for everything discussed here on this episode at selfstoragemastery.com. In fact, go there now to download your free book, Hidden Craigslist Secrets for Self-Storage Revealed. Follow me on Twitter at at selfstoremastery. Now, there's no E after the word store there. Uh, Or send me an email at david at selfstoragemastery.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Self-Storage Mastery Podcast. This is episode two, and I am David Luce. I'm the host of the show and the creator of Self-Storage Mastery Podcast and blog. And my goal, my goal of this show is simple. It's really to help you lease up your facility as quickly as possible. So if you're out there day in, day out, working to acquire new leasing tenants, then this show is for you. Okay, and I'm really excited about this episode because it's part two of the two-part series, Hidden Craigslist Secrets for Self-Storage Finally Revealed. Uh, In this episode, part two, I'm going to reveal the secret sauce. It's the secret sauce, the magic bullet, the one thing that when you apply it, it will demand that your ads stand out from the crowd and, and like a rocket ship, it will propel your lead generation into the stratosphere. All right, did I oversell it? Uh, we'll see. It is exciting, so here we go. Now, last week in part one, episode one, I made it very clear that I believe most businesses are using Craigslist wrong. In fact, I gave you six very clear, specific reasons, as a matter of fact, as to why I believe they're all doing it wrong. Yep, it's my opinion, but I have a lot of valid reasons to back up that opinion. Now, in part two, I get to reveal the secret sauce, as I have been calling it up till now. It really is a way that will really help make your ad stand out from the crowd. Now, I will make my shameless plug one last time to go to the website, selfstoragemastery.com, grab the free book, download it, because particularly for this episode, episode two, it will really come in handy. I am telling you right now. Now, if you have the book and you're reading through, it is chapter four, uh, where I reveal the secret sauce. Your ad on Craigslist will be much more powerful if you start to use what I call image ads. All right. Now, what do I mean by an image ad? I mean it is actually an image file, a photo file, a picture file. I mean, you've all taken pictures with digital cameras, I'm guessing. 
and the digital camera snaps the shot, it creates an image of whatever you shot, the kids playing soccer or grandpa carving the turkey or whatever it is. That image file usually has a file name ending in JPG or what we like to call JPEG files, or the newer newer uh, version is called PNG, Portable Network Graphic, uh, where it's the name of the file dot JPG or the name of the file dot PNG. That's what the secret sauce is. It's creating a JPEG file or a PNG file that will appear as your ad on your Craigslist posting. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, the image files, the picture files, whatever term you feel most comfortable using, I'm going to use image file or image ad throughout the podcast. But the image file that I'm going to have you create and include in your ad is going to go way beyond simply uploading a few facility photos to your Craigslist ad. Now, in the book, I give you a couple of befores and afters to help you see how powerful these image ads really are. The before is just a bunch of ugly, dense text with maybe a couple of photos sitting at the bottom. With an image ad, you're going to see a beautifully created picture with words in the picture, with text in the picture. It is really a powerful alternative to the dense ugly text. But understand, you all listened to last week's podcast. You all know that the ad doesn't just have to be pretty. The ad has to have the six marketing principles built into the ad, right? Now, there's one more ingredient of the secret sauce that I haven't really mentioned yet. And that is the last ingredient here is that the ad itself, the photo that's displaying on the screen is a clickable photo. And when the photo is clicked, it will automatically send the reader to your web page. The power of having a clickable ad goes beyond simply being able to click it and, have a, and having the shopper land on your web page. The trick will be to get the shopper away from Craigslist as quickly as possible, right? Don't you see how important that is? If they spend a lot of time on Craigslist reading other people's ads, the fact is, the sooner you can get them off of Craigslist and onto your website, the better. So by making the ad clickable and having it directly transport them to your website, then it's just a bit of a pain to go back to Craigslist once they are engaged with your site. So having an image ad that is colorful, that is eye-engaging, that is attractive, and that has the six principles of direct response marketing, combined with the fact that it's clickable, makes this secret sauce incredibly powerful for your Craigslist advertising. Let's see how we create these ads and then get them uploaded to Craigslist. When it comes to making the image ad for Craigslist and then getting your Craigslist ad to display that image, there are four simple steps. I'm going to go back to my shameless plug to download the book because it is all spelled out step by step in detail. So step one is to create the image ad and then save it as an image file, a JPEG file or a PNG file. You create the image ad using a simple software program. It could be Microsoft Word. It could be Microsoft PowerPoint. It could be uh, even Microsoft Paint. 
It could be any image editing software that you are comfortable using. In fact, that's the one I would suggest you use, the one you are comfortable using. And by the way, the one that you own, because some of these software tools do have a cost associated. Adobe Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator, while amazing tools, they really are overkill for this type of project. But if you own them and you know how to use them, then absolutely go for it. But in the book, I show you exactly how to use Microsoft Word to create these image ads and then save them, right? Save them as a JPEG file or as a PNG file. Step two, you upload the file to the web. This particular picture file, this image file, needs to be sitting on the web somewhere. So you need to upload it to the web. But trust me, that is so easy. I mean, let's face it. How many of you uploaded pictures to your Facebook page? So you upload it to the web. The third step of the four-step process is to log on to Craigslist and begin to create your ad. And the fourth step is to simply copy and paste some very simple text into the Craigslist description so that this image file will appear on the Craigslist ad. So there it is, steps one through four. You first create the image ad using Microsoft Word or Microsoft Paint or PowerPoint, and you save that file as a JPEG or a PNG file. You then upload it to the web using one of any number of free resources. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Step number three, you log on to Craigslist and begin posting your ad. Step number four, you copy and paste into the posting description of your ad, and you're done. It's as easy as one, two, three, four. Okay, let's look at each step individually so that I can give you a little bit more detail to flush out some of the how-tos of this. First, step one. When you're creating an image ad, when you're creating any kind of ad, some kind of inspiration is always helpful to see maybe what other people have done, other ads that would help inspire your creativity, ads that already include the six direct response marketing principles. So I have a, an entire page of ads in the book that really are there to help inspire creativity. In fact, the two ads that I use in the book, they were both inspired by this other ad. And the interesting thing is the other ad is not even from our industry. In fact, that's what you'll find. You'll find that your inspiration more often than not comes from other industries and then simply change them to fit your needs. For the example, and the example I use in the book is we created an ad using Microsoft Word. So once you're comfortable with how the ad looks, the last part of this step one is to save it as a JPEG file or a PNG file. In the book, there's an easy little trick that will allow you to save absolutely any image on the screen as a JPEG or a PNG file. So get the book so that you can easily and quickly save your Word document as a JPEG file or a PNG file. And then the last part of this first step is to simply resize the photo to be the exact size that works best for Craigslist. Now, in the book, I say the exact size is 600 pixels wide. Don't worry about how, how tall or, or you know the length of it, but as long as the width is at 600 pixels, and, and really between 600 and 700 pixels will work fine. And so that's step one. It's as easy as that. You create the ad in a simple software program. You save the image of that ad as a JPEG or a PNG file. You resize it to be between 600 and 700 pixels wide. And then you're done with step one. 
So let's move on to step two. Now, step two is simply to upload this image file, this JPEG file, to the web and save it there. Now, that sounds very impressive, but it's really not. Most everyone, I'm sure, has uploaded a photo or two to Facebook or to LinkedIn or to any one of the other social sites. You know, if you can attach a file to an email message, then you can upload a file to the web. Now, maybe you're asking yourself, where do we save this file? Well, the beauty of this is there are dozens of free services that allow you to post and share photos, right? I'm sure you've heard of places like Flickr or PhotoBucket, and of course, Facebook allows you to share photos as well. I'm going to suggest one website called PhotoBucket. PhotoBucket is fast, it's easy and convenient, and it's free. So really, head over to PhotoBucket.com. Set up your free account. It will literally take you two minutes or less. Now that you have your free account, you will follow the prompts to upload a photo. It it is that easy. In the book, I give you the step-by-step, but it is as easy as identifying the photo on your hard drive, selecting it, and clicking the upload button. And in a matter of three minutes, this JPEG file that is your ad is now saved in PhotoBucket, available on the web. Now, the last thing you do is as simple as copy and paste the direct link to that photo into some kind of text editor like Notepad uh, to save it for step four of the process. And we're cranking. Now we're on to step three. How easy is this? Now, with step three, it's simply the process of logging onto Craigslist and starting to post your ad. Now, if you've never logged on to Craigslist and posted an ad before, then you need to do that first. You'll need to set up your free account and, again, will take only a few minutes. Now, in the book towards the back, I have given you an absolutely free, step-by-step, complete guide from soup to nuts on how to log on and set up your account on Craigslist. So that's available for you if you really are uncomfortable with that process. All right, now that you have your Craigslist ad in process, you're going to eventually get to the screen where you have to actually type in your ad. You're going to type in what Craigslist calls the posting title. You're going to type in the posting description. You're going to type in, you know, the the cross streets from where your business is and that kind of thing. And so let me just run through very quickly to give you a kind of a a what's what and where's where using the Craigslist fields that you're going to fill in. First of all, the posting title. The posting title is your headline. Make no bones about it. Posting title is your headline. And in the book, I give you a complete step-by-step workshop on how to write an amazing headline with seven different headline formats with over two dozen sample headlines for the self-storage industry. So writing the headline is easy, but of course, headlines need to be compelling. They need to be interesting. They need to capture the attention. They need to capture the intrigue and the interest, and they have to make people curious and want to click to read more. So posting title equals your headline. Now, your posting title should follow a clear format, and let me give you that format right now. 
the first thing you type in your posting title is your geographic tag, which really means your city and your state. And use the two character abbreviation for your state to save space. Next comes a keyword. And what do I mean by keyword? I mean the word self-storage or like the word mini storage or like the word RV parking. The keyword is the thing that somebody would search for when they open up Craigslist and start to search. You know, you might think you'll always use the word self-storage as the keyword, but you really won't. My recommendation is that you make sure the keyword that you use in the posting title matches exactly what you have in the offer of the ad. Does that make sense? If your ad is promoting commercial parking, then the keyword in the posting title needs to be commercial parking. If your ad is promoting bubble wrap and moving boxes, then you want to have moving boxes as the keyword in the first part of your posting title. If your ad is promoting climate-controlled storage, then your keyword should be climate-controlled storage. So the format of the headline is, first, the geographic tag, second, a simple keyword, third, the headline itself, the compelling headline itself, and the last part of the format for the headline is to include your phone number with your area code. I really suggest if you have room that you do include your phone number, really for a couple of reasons. First of all, if somebody is reading that posting title and they see your local area code, then they feel much more comfortable about clicking that link and opening up your ad because they know you are local to them. Our area codes are funny. I mean, if you're a New Yorker and you're a 212-er, that's a sense of pride. If you're in Austin, Texas, and you're a 512-er, that's a sense of pride for those people that live and, and work in those areas. So include the area code because psychologically, it makes the, the person reading the ad feel more comfortable about clicking your posting title. All right, let's take a look at the next part, and that is the posting description. Now, in the posting description, that's where you're actually going to paste the special code that will cause your image ad to pop up in that ad when somebody clicks on your Craigslist link. And really, the posting description is the ad itself. The normal business placing their ad in Craigslist would simply go into the posting description and begin typing. Then they would begin to type dense text, name, address, phone number, and then a bunch of words but for you, your posting description is really going to be three separate things. First, going to be a simple title that's in text. Now, the text title helps with the search function of Craigslist. And then below that, you're going to have the image ad itself that will pop into the screen. And then below that, what I like to call below the fold, which is below the bottom edge of your monitor, you're going to have more text. The text that you're going to place below the fold, below the bottom edge of the monitor, will be the name of the business, the address of the business. You'll be putting, again, your geographic location, but you'll add additional, what I'll call sub-geographic locations. You'll add all of the zip codes that you service. You'll add all of the communities that you service. You'll put four or five sentences that explain the services that you're offering in the ad, and you'll use the keywords that will help when people are searching for the thing that you are selling in the ad. If you're promoting climate-controlled storage units in your ad, then you'll use keywords including air-conditioned, 
along with air conditioning. You'll use the keyword heated, the word humidity controlled, if in fact your service provides humidity control. You'll add several keywords in this text below the fold that will help searchers find your ad regardless of what they type into the search engine of Craigslist. How do you do all those things? I'm glad you asked because I spell it out in detail in the book. And the book actually lets you copy and paste the code itself from the pages of the PDF directly into a text editor like Microsoft's Notepad or you know Macintosh's text editor. All you do is make the changes necessary. You add in your information, your direct link to your image, your website address, so that when somebody clicks on the image, it'll go to your website. You add in your business name in the text editor. You add in your communities that you serve. You add in your zip codes that you serve. And then everything is ready to copy and paste into Craigslist. Very good. Now, the fourth step is simply to copy this information that you just edited from your notepad file or your text editor file and paste it into the posting description of your Craigslist ad. And then you're done. You copy it from notepad, you paste it into Craigslist, and you click the continue button. You finish any questions that Craigslist has for you to finish the the ad. And in 15 minutes, your amazing, beautiful image ad is on Craigslist. Wow, that was easy. You now have an amazing image ad that pops up on Craigslist. It has searchable text built into the ad itself, as well as a beautiful picture of your ad with with all the six direct response marketing principles built right in. It will be powerful. Now, there are two more things to cover that are very important. I'm going to just touch on them briefly on the podcast. They are written in detail in the book. First, when you are on Craigslist, you need to play by the rules. Craigslist has something they call their terms of use, their TOU. They are very strict about their terms of use. You want to read their terms of use, and you want to follow and abide by their terms of use. There is no sense in trying to break their terms and and risk getting your ad banned, uh, getting your account canceled. You can play by the rules very effectively and still have some amazing advertising on Craigslist. Of course, I'm not going to guarantee that everything said on this podcast matches exactly with the terms of use. Their terms of use can and do change periodically. But I will cover a couple of points that really should be considered and have been pretty stable in their terms of use. The first is you're allowed to post to one category in one city no more often than every 48 hours. All right, now you think about that every two days. In the book, I talk about a posting schedule and a rotation schedule, and I suggest that you become accustomed to posting every three days. It's well within the terms of use, of course, and it doesn't make you too busy. Posting the same exact ad in multiple locations or multiple metropolitan areas is also against their terms of use. 
Point three related directly to that is never post the exact same ad within 48 hours. Now, Craigslist does let you repost ads. Even though it does let you repost ads, I would still suggest you make subtle changes to the ad even when you are reposting it. Keep it clean, play by the rules, and you will be doing great. A couple other things that you do need to know about Craigslist. One is something called flagging. In the book, I say that Craigslist's flagging system puts the power of spam control in the hands of its users. People will flag your ads if they think they're inappropriate, if they think you post too often. And in fact, people can be pretty unforgiving. Now, chances are good some of your ads will get flagged. It's just what happens. It's part of this business. Don't let it get you down. If you believe that your ad is within the terms of use, you can file a complaint or, or actually a dispute with Craigslist, and they will reconsider the flagged ad and most likely repost the ad. There may be some rewording necessary, but it's definitely possible. One other point about flagging, some unscrupulous businesses will deliberately flag their competitors. This also is against the terms of use of Craigslist. If you believe this is happening, then you need to contact Craigslist immediately and file a complaint with them. All right, the last thing we'll talk about on this podcast, and then we'll bring it to an end, it's your posting schedule, it's your ad rotation, and then finally the tracking of your ad. You want to post when most people in our category are reading Craigslist, right? And what we've discovered is that in the housing offered slash parking and storage category, which is where most of our ads will be placed, the time between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. has the largest readership. So logically, that's the best time to put your ad in Craigslist. Now, if you're aware of how Craigslist sorts their ads, they put the newest ads on the top. So when you post your ad, it will appear at the top of the category. As far as what day is best for our category, most people read Craigslist on Saturdays and Sundays. You're obviously going to be posting on many, many more days than just Saturdays and Sundays. But if you can work your schedule in where many of your ads do get posted on Saturdays and Sundays, more power to you because that's when most people are browsing Craigslist. As far as the ad rotation, which really impacts your ad creation schedule, if you're posting every three days, that really means that you could post up to 10 ads a month, right? Makes sense. But you're not going to post the same ad 10 times. You're going to create up to 10 ads. Now, you don't have to create 10 ads, but think about what ads you should promote. Remember one of the direct response marketing principles. Keep it simple. Create a compelling offer and have one offer per ad. So one ad might focus on targeting short-term storage for people listing their homes for sale, right? Because you want to promote the declutter factor. You want to promote the fact that their houses will look larger when they are decluttered, when the attic is clear and the garage is clear and their spare bedrooms are clear. So that might be one ad. Another ad might be long-term storage for businesses or trade contractors. Another ad might be long-term parking for recreational vehicles. Another might be short-term parking during the summer for boats if you're near a lake. You might target long-term residential storage for apartment residents. Look at your vacancy list, see what storage sizes and what storage types you have the most of, and pick them and start creating ads to focus on each of those requirements. And the final point I'll make, and then we absolutely will bring this podcast to a close, is tracking. 
Tracking, 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 tracking. You're going to hate tracking. Well, actually, you're going to love tracking once you get used to it and see how powerful it is. But at the beginning, I will promise you're going to resist wanting to track because it's a pain in the butt. I'm sorry. It kind of is, but it is so important. Don't you think that in business, as in life, that we want to do more of the things that work and less of the things that don't? If you are creating up to 10 ads a month, and these ads have different combinations of headline and offer, don't you want to know which ones get phone calls to your facility and which ones stink to high heaven? You really want to know that. And when you do know that, because you've tracked it, and you can scientifically state for certain that this ad slash offer combination works the best, you can create more like that one and stop creating more like the ones that stink to high heaven. So how do you do that? There's lots of ways, but there's one simple way. You simply build into your ad something that is unique to each and every ad. It might be a phone extension. It might be a coupon code. It might be a referral code. And if you use a phone extension, your phone doesn't have extensions. We know that, but you're using it as a tracking device. So when you ask, how did you hear about us? And they said, Craigslist. You can simply say, can you please tell me which extension you're calling? Bingo. They're going to give you the number and you're going to know exactly which ad they responded to. Or you're going to ask, may I please have the coupon code so that I can offer you the special that you're looking at? Now you have this data. Now you're writing it down, right? And you're tracking to see how many phone calls are generated from each of your ads. If you get an email from Craigslist, then you do the same thing. You email back to them saying, please tell me which coupon code or please tell me which phone extension or please print the ad and bring it in for heaven's sakes. I mean, it's not brain surgery. You just want to know exactly which ad generated the phone call or the email or the click to your website. And then you track that and know what works and what doesn't. It's pure marketing science It's easy. You just need to do it. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Self Storage Mastery Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this two-part series of how to really master Craigslist for your self-storage marketing and advertising activities. If you like what you heard and found it to be helpful, please go to iTunes and leave a comment. It's a way you can promote this show without paying a penny. Just go to iTunes and offer a positive comment. Give me all five stars. That'd be awesome. Or you can go to the blog, selfstoragemastery.com, leave a comment. Tweet me at selfstoremastery without the E after the word store there. And let me know how these ads are working for you. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.